Welcome to Checking In a Lodging DEI Chat. I am Oren Stewart, your studio host. We have a great show in store for you today. Our hosts are going to talk a little bit about themselves. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. Again, welcome to Checking In. I am Oren Stewart, your studio host. Now let's introduce our hosts of the show, Miranda and Leon. How are you both? Hey, Oren, I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing well. Good to see you guys. How are you guys doing? All is good. All That's is good. good. That's good. That's good. Well, I'm going to move out of the way so you two can share with the audience a little bit about you two. All right. Right on. All right. All right, let's let's do that again, Orin. Miranda, you're muted. <laughs> <laughs> of course I am. <laughs> it all, look, it all worked out because I did not like the way I said any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. So what we can do, you want to do it all over, and I know you'll be able to take your all yeah, over. Yeah, we'll start start from the top. Yeah, yep, okay, so thanks. All right. Should I do the 30 seconds or just start from here? Yep, just start start from there. Yep, okay. Thanks. All right. Welcome to Checking In, a Lodging DEI chat. I am Oren Stewart, your studio host. We have a great episode in store for you today. Stay tuned. You do not want to miss it. again, welcome to Checking In, a Lodging DEI chat. I am Oren Stewart, your studio host. Now let's introduce the host of the show, Miranda and Leon. How are you both? Hey, Oren, I'm good. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Well, I'd say I can't complain, but I can, but it won't do me any good. <laughs> you, me, both, and Leon, right? We all could have something to complain about, but who's listening? <laughs> nobody's, nobody's listening nobody's to listening. us. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean you, you guys are friends. You listen to me. Yeah, we will listen. You know, you, you yeah. listen. Yeah, yeah. That's but that's and I do the same with you. But other than that, nobody cares. Yes, indeed. We need to care more, right? We need to care more. We need to care more. That's right. We do. We do. You all have a great show. Thank Thanks, Warren. All right. Thanks. So, How Miranda, how's everything? Good. Good. Just got back from Switzerland. Finally, getting back into the right time zone or the current time zone. Switzerland. Switzerland. What's going on? What? Va- vacations in, in May? Is that what we're doing now? What's a vacation? What is that? So you <laughs> you didn't vacation in Switzerland? No, I did not vacation. I had the honor of being invited to La Roche, uh, which is a hospitality school in Switzerland. It's just absolutely beautiful. Up in the Alps. Amazing. Great. Good for you. Wow. You. That's a great, great opportunity. A great place to do it, too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, great. And how long were you there? I was only there Thursday. Pardon me. I was only there from Sunday to Thursday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. 
wonderful okay. people, amazing faculty, staff, administration, and students. Yeah. Good for you. Congratulations. Thank I'm glad you, you got a chance to do that right on. Good Thank for you. you. And what have you been doing while I was away? Well, um, of course, I've been playing racquetball, right? We're up to 53 kids in the racquetball program. Learn more about the racquetball program, the youth racquetball program in Baltimore by going to racquetballrevival.com. And we now provide tutoring in English. My son, Joel, who's a professional writer and editor, volunteers his time to help the kids in in English. That's incredible. We're happy to have that going on. And last week, I attended my first law school graduation. Okay. No, I didn't get my JD. No, 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 no. That's that's not what happened. You've been busy. That's not what happened. Um, A young lady that that I've been mentoring for the last 10 years or so um, went to law school. And she graduated from the Widener University Commonwealth School of Law last year. Thursday. That's awesome. So I was was there to to see it happen as I promised her I would be three years ago when she started. I love that. Wonderful. Congratulations to her. Yes, that's Erin Lysick. We'll congratulate Erin Lysick on her graduation from from law school. Very, very proud of her. Yeah. So Miranda, we're at what episode 21, 22, something like that, right? Okay. I I don't even know the official count. Let's go with that. I'll ask producer Oren Stewart and our studio host, Oren, also. Oren, if you could give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, or give me the numbers. What's it? 22, 23. We're looking at him through the monitors here. What is it? It's 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 he's flashing 22. Yeah, 22. Yes. All right. So yeah, we've had some just some great, great conversations. Now, Miranda, we'll we'll just kind of just go and talk a little bit. So I'll ask the first question here. Okay. When when we started the the idea of, of having a show and having guests on to talk about uh lodging lodging DEI, right? Tell me, is there what guest resonate with you or any topics or themes of conversations from one, two or more guests uh, continue to resonate with with you? You know, I'm not even going to lie to you. I think I've taken something valuable away from every single guest. Um, I think that our most recent episode with Miss Lainey Kane Hanan, I think that that was probably one of the most impactful for me because she, it's not the first time that I've heard her say it, but any time that I think about life and balance, um, I think about her words that you can have it all, just not necessarily all at once. And I think that that's one of the more powerful things that I've heard anyone say ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember her, one of the themes that she talked about was the idea of helping each other in your community that you can provide the services that I need. I can provide what you need to be it childcare, editing, what, whatever it is, right. That yeah. we, we can help each other. And so that um, I think one, one of the things she talked about was someone was going to going to grad school and needed childcare assistance. And so she was at home at night able to provide that childcare assistance. And so they mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's something, you know, if we take a look at it in our neighborhoods, um, 
in our families and our workplaces that if we all just, how do you say, pool our resources, well, we can get a lot done, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I also want to mention um, early on, we had my very good friend, Dr. James Williams on, and um, he's one person when I started doing the work uh, several years ago and trying to understand DEI and understand how I can do better uh, in my position, he's one of the people that really helped me to understand the ideas of white privilege um, because I would say to him, well, I come from below the poverty line and, you know, single parent, et cetera. Um, I never had any privilege. And he said to me once, but Miranda, whenever you get pulled over by the police, how often do you feel like you might be in trouble, in danger rather? And uh, that was just one thing that, again, will stick with me for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for me, it was uh, Paul Cash with Wyndham Hotels. Um, that he he talked about the the Best Western uh, Bold program, where they're bringing in in black owners, but providing the support that's needed, the um, helping with the conversations with with the banks and real estate developers and so forth, so that it's it's easier that it, it uh, lowers the barriers and even in some cases gets rid of those barriers that many have to getting into the, into the hotel business. Yes, um, absolutely. We, we've heard so many people talk about it, um, particularly at brand level, right? But uh, Wyndham is doing something about it. And we've invited uh, representatives from other brands to come on the show and tell us about their programs and they haven't done so. Hint, hint. If you'd like to come on out and tell us about your program, you can just email me, Leon at the Leon Thomas Group, or you can email Miranda. Miranda, what's your your email address that they can get in touch with you? My personal email is ilmkitterlin at gmail.com. The letter ilm is in Miranda at gmail or kitterlin at gmail.com. All right. So if your brand's doing something, we'd love to have you on the show to talk about it, just like Paul Cash did with with Wyndham. So I, I'd like to see you there. It's and, free. Uh, something. It's free space to brag about the cool things that your organization is doing. Yeah. Come on out. And We're not going to charge you. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's free stuff. Yeah. Um, and the, the other uh, was with so many folks that, that work in academia um, mm-hmm. that talk about the, the, the research that they're doing. Because then that research can get presented to to brand and other decision makers that that really validates what's going on and what needs to happen. And so I really like when I like when uh, when I hear folks that are doing research on it and what they do with their research. I really really like to hear about that. Absolutely, yeah. and I have to shout out one of my former students, Miss Abigail Foster, who was again early on. She was episode three. Um, and she is doing amazing research in the DEI space specific to uh, representation. Yeah, yeah, great. Right on, right on. She's doing it. And um, so many of our guests, you can go to YouTube and just search Checking In a Lodging DEI Chat, listen to all the episodes. Uh, we're on many podcast platforms, so you can go to your favorite one and search for our show, Checking In a Lodging DEI Chat, and find out, uh, listen to past episodes, watch them, and even offer some comments. Maybe contact me, contact Miranda on guests that you'd like to see on the show. Um, Tell us topics that you'd like us to talk about. 
Um, so we, we'd love to hear your feedback and get you on the show to talk about uh, lodging in the, in the DEI space. I'd especially love to hear from anybody who disagrees with anything that we've said. I'd love to hear the other side of the story. Um, I think there's a lot of value in hearing from people who um, have a very different viewpoint. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if you have a different, we're not going to cut you off like they do on talk radio. You know, <laughs> well, I think this, click, get off my right. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to have a, a real conversation with you if you you disagree with things that, that have come up. So I, I hope that that happens. We get some folks on that want to share their viewpoint. Now, Miranda, yes. um, let's talk about something away from DEI. Okay. Let's talk mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Well, as our former uh, guest on the show, Miss Kathy Martin, will tell you, I am now an expert at mac and cheese. I was asked to bring the mac and cheese for Thanksgiving last year, mm-hmm. and Kathy held my hand through the whole thing. She said, "Absolutely no blue boxes," and it, I think it was a success. So mm-hmm. I will be responsible for the baked mac and cheese from now on. You, you are it. When we, when we have the. Because you and I have never actually met face to face. We've met eyeball to eyeball, but not face to face as in a real handshake, right? We've never, never right. done that, right? So when we have the Leon and Miranda and our families are together, and we bring Oren and Jay and everyone else that's uh, that's involved in the show, you bring the mac and cheese, and you're gonna bring. I'm gonna bring the crab cakes. Obviously, I'm gonna bring the. I'm gonna bring the crab cakes. But I'm also going to bring steamed crabs, too, oh. just because. What are you doing this weekend? I'm free. <laughs> this, wait a minute here. Let me, let me share my calendar with the world. Let's see. What do I have? <laughs> it is a racquetball weekend. Hmm. It is a racquetball. Well, it's the racquetball Saturday. Okay. We're not doing anything Thursday and Friday or Sunday and Monday, but it is a racquetball Saturday. Tell me what you're so, doing Saturday in racquetball. Is it a Saturday, we're going to, we're bringing all the kids together. So as many as the 53 that'll show up, we're going to get on the court and have some challenge matches. So we'll have some of the better players play against some of the younger kids. It'll be fun for them. And some of the older kids that think they're ready to be a better player that can beat someone. So bring it on, put it on the court. Let's go. What you got? I love it. I love it. Yeah. Here's something we're going to invite you to. Tell me. The Wake Up Baltimore. Olympics. What is this? Wake Up Baltimore is a show that the Leon Thomas Group produces every Monday at 7.30. 7.30 a.m. is hosted by Michael Haney, who happens to be a hospitality veteran, by the way. Ran several hotels in downtown Baltimore. Nice. Michael has a show called Wake Up Baltimore, and it's not like wake up as in... Wake up. It's wake up as in there's a lot of good things happening. So it's all things positive, all things Baltimore. In July, we're going to start the Wake Up Baltimore Olympics where Michael and I are going to participate in an athletic event each week. And we're going to talk about it on the show and show it on the show. And then in August or September, we're going to go to sites and have viewers show up and to participate in those activities. Why? How about you? How about you being a part of that? I would love to be a part of it, but what kind of activities are we talking? Oh, we're talking the, the coolest sports ever. We're talking billiards, bowling, racquetball. 
Okay, the basketball, first basketball, <laughs> right? Basketball. Um, we'll probably do some some type of frisbee game, uh, golf. Okay, we're gonna do some do some golf. Um, I think the, I think those are the six that we we kind of focused on. So, yeah, okay. we'll we'll go to a batting cage and see if we can hit a ninety nine miles an hour fastball or something like that. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that too. Wow, that sounds super that. cool. You can definitely count me in for at least four of those. <laughs> which, well, which four? Which four was that? I'm thinking billiards, bowling, and golf for sure because I know that I can drink beers on all of this. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> Why do you why do you play the sports you play? He goes, I can drink beers while I'm doing them. Okay. Wow. You can take the girl out of Louisiana, but you can't take Louisiana out oh, of the girl. Yeah. And you learn, and you just when you think you know everything about someone, boom, here it comes again. Hey, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break for about two and a half to three minutes. When we come back, let's talk about where you and I would like to see our industry go to in terms of DEI. What are those blind spots? What are we still missing in our industry? So let's talk about that after we come back after our our two midpoint breaks. Here we go. Renting is everything. It's style at your doorstep, off the runway and into your closet. It's every trend you've been dying to try and every designer you've yet to discover. It's wearing it your way every time and making it count everywhere you go. It's never worrying about what to wear because something new is always coming your way. That's why renting is everything. New styles, top designers, all for a flat monthly fee. Start your subscription at renttherunway.com. Slow roasted over hickory fire and pulled by hand. This is the way pit pork has always been done. Pulled pork lovers, rejoice. The smoky old days are back at the Smoke Shack. Water. It's everywhere. We drink it, we bathe with it, we cook with it. Coffee's made with water. Toilets won't flush without it. It's used for washing clothes, dishes, utensils, pots, pans, floors, and our teeth. Plants and crops need water, animals drink it, and fish need it too. And don't forget, we can have a lot of fun in the water. Water. What will we do without it? From the creative team that brought you The Browning Project and Dead by Morning comes a new thriller that will change the way you look at white-collar crime forever. Falling from the sky. Leon Thomas with the Leon Thomas Group. 
podcast, virtual events, webinars, streaming shows, and so much more. We want to be your partner in all things virtual. Welcome back to Checking In, a Lodging DEI chat. I'm Leon Thomas. That's Miranda Kitterlin Lynch. We are the host of Checking In, a Lodging DEI chat. We'll be bringing in folks to talk about what's happening in terms of DEI in the lodging industry. If you'd like to be a guest on this show, you can email me. My name again is Leon. You can email me at leon at leonthomasgroup.com. And you can contact Miranda at ilmkitterlin at gmail.com. It's my personal email address for all the world to have now. <laughs> all right. Those commercials that you saw, those were all done by the Leon Thomas Group, students that work with us in editing and voiceover. And the voices you heard were those of Kelly Johnson and Dion Hunter. So if you need voiceover, video, commercial work, you can contact us. And we'll make it happen for you. Miranda, did you ever buy anything from Rent or Runaway? Did you do that? Every time I see that commercial that Kelly uh, does the voiceover for, it gets me into trouble because then I open up my phone internet and I start shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, you're ruining my marriage. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Wow. And Kelly's like, that's a good, not a good, no, 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 please shop. No, don't shop. Right on. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, Miranda, we, we've talked a, a lot about DEI in the, in the lodging industry. We've written articles, articles together. We've been on shows together. Um, and now we have our own show where we discuss it. Where, what do you see as the, the areas that we still are lacking? And what can we do to, to improve in those, those areas? Where do you see the, the blind spot? So you and I wrote our first article back in 2020, right? Yes. Uh, We're due for a new one, by the way. Yes, yes. Um, And I I am trying to be optimistic about the current state of DEI in our industry. But the fact of the matter is that we have been talking about this and people were talking about it and saying that things were changing and I don't see substantial change. I think we are still lacking representation in upper areas, in GM spots, as well as the C-suite. I think we're lacking representation in terms of people of color, as well as women, or people who identify as women. Um, There's a saying, nothing changes if nothing changes. So I won't stop talking about it. I won't stop um, advocating for change. But... I need more people to get on board with us. Yeah, yeah. What the the areas I see, and I and I agree with you that the the C suite, right? I'm still not not seeing it. I see announcements just about every week that this person has been hired as the new senior vice president, executive vice president, whatever that that title is. And sometimes I look at the companies 
prior organizational chart, and I see that that person was hired as a newly created position. And it's, I'll call it out, it's a gray-haired white guy, right, who's, who's in, that, in that position, right? And I go, but this is a company who three years ago, two years ago, even last year said, we're going to make some changes, and I don't, don't see that. Then I also see positions where someone has left and there's a backfill, let's call it. Somebody else comes and takes the position and it isn't a minority of any, any type. But I also see uh, LinkedIn updates and other professional site updates where a person has received a new title but it doesn't move them up the ladder any, right? So someone has gone from being a senior director to a regional vice president, and they're not managing any, they're managing the same folks, right? The job responsibilities are the same. Right. Um, the other area, uh, I, I, I know a lot of high school administrators, high school uh, principals and, and counselors, uh, career counselors, and when I ask them, have you thought about telling your students about careers and hospitality, they still say, why would I want to tell them they can check them in, check them out, clean a room or serve a table? And I'm like, you haven't researched it, but it's not their fault. It's the industry's fault because we haven't reached out to them to talk about all of the careers that are available all right. the career paths that were there and, and how to how to get there. So on the you know the, the front end, let's say, I'd like to see our industry start to, to reach out to, to high schools um, to provide opportunities for students and the administrators, teachers, counselors to learn more about that. And also um, at the, the brand level, the corporate level, I mean, if you're not going to do it, stop talking about it. Just- <laughs> You know, oh, we're going to we're in favor of we're going to do, but you're not doing. So just stop. If you're not going to do it, just say you're not going to do it. Quit talking the game and not not even playing. So and you know what? I laugh not because it's funny, but because I just don't know what else to do at this point. Um, So I want to touch on one thing that you said, which was when we're looking at these positions, they're being filled. They're being filled by gray haired white men. That's not to say that we don't love our gray-haired white allies, right? We love our allies. Um, If we're being honest, um, I don't think we're going to get much change without the support of our white male allies, right? Um, And uh, it's funny what you mentioned about the high schools because I just gave a talk on managing change. And one of the biggest factors in managing change is to educate and communicate. And I think that you are spot on. We have to educate people as to what our industry has to offer. It has so much to offer. You can work anywhere in the world. You will never want for a job in our industry. Um, And we have to communicate the types of jobs that there are. I think that even as a professor of hospitality with a terminal degree in hospitality management, there's probably jobs out there that I'm not even aware of. Um, with this, you know, quickly changing landscape that is our world. Yeah, yeah. Something that that came to my mind uh, when we were producing a show, we produce a show um, called uh, 
what is Sasha's show called? Edit Orin. We're, I'm going to have to edit this part out. But I'll, <laughs> I'll fix it here in a second. Orin, would you come on a second, please? What's Sasha's show called? DEI After Five. DEI After Five. I could have told right, you so. that. <laughs> yeah. So I'll make sure we get that get that in. Um, you know, Miranda, we at the the Leon Thomas Group, we produce a a podcast webcast called DEI After Five that's hosted by Sasha Thompson. And one of the things that we've had several guests talk about on that show is companies that are checklist oriented, right? Did we have a training on diversity? Check. Mm. And, and what's that training look like? It's a, it's a four hour self-guided virtual thing. And they say, yes, we've done our job here. We've done our job there. We've done our job there. And then they tout that See, we said we were in favor of diversity, of inclusivity, of equity, and here's what we've done. Everybody took a two-hour course or a four-hour course or attended a lecture, and it so much more is needed, right? Yeah. That's just that's just you know the tipping tipping part of it. That there's so much more that's needed there, and I, I'd like to see uh, our industry and so many others, you know, do what they say, but well, get deeper into it. Absolutely. And that's a phenomenal podcast that Sasha puts on, by the way. I listen to it. Uh, I'm a subscriber um, and a former guest. Um, So here's the thing about being a checklist item for people. Um, Not only do you begin to desensitize people to the concept of diversity, equity, and inclusion when you make it a forced checklist self-guided training, because then people see it as just, oh, here's just another thing I have to do. And they become not even just desensitized, but resentful of the topic. And then when they hear DEI, they associate it with another thing that they have to check off their list of things to do. Instead, we need to be communicating to people, why are we having this training? Why is this important, right? Um, Instead of making it just this task, rather. Mm -hmm. And then the the other thing, she's had some guests on that have talked about the various aspects of diversity. And I'd like to see all industries start begin to talk about uh, diversity is not only black, white. It's so much deeper than that. So many, so many other things that that take place in, in how we serve our guests, how we serve our customers, how we communicate with each other, that we need to really, you know, hone in on on that too. Diversity yeah. is is just not white, black. It's just not male, male, female. Uh, there's so many other areas there that I'd like to see our industry. Absolutely. Make sure we, we, we nail down. It's funny that you stuff. None of it's funny. Uh, but that reminds me of a talk I had with a student uh, a couple of months ago. She's from China. And she said, I understand that black lives matter. And I agree that black lives matter. But yellow lives matter, too. And I matter. And nobody's talking about me. And nobody's talking about the lack of my representation. And I thought, you are absolutely right. We are do not have as much space given to as many facets of diversity as there should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we can, we can do that, but folks, you watching the show, listening to the show, many of you are in positions that you can help foster the change that's needed. Um, many of you are, are in management positions where you lead teams that are on the front lines or you, you are the connection between the C-suite and your team that you're the one that actually has the responsibility, the ability to communicate all these things that we're talking about. So please recognize how important your your role is and that if we all sit there and say, 
it's not my job, nothing, nothing, nothing. We're not, we're not going to change. So I, I once heard someone say, if you want to, something to change, be the change, be the change, step up and, and do something. So um, I hope people do that, embrace that. But for now, I'd like you all to come on the show and talk about it. <laughs> Again, especially if you think diversity, equity, and inclusion is a waste of time or unnecessary or a waste of resources, I would love for you to come and tell me why you think that. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to hear it. And if your your organization is doing something about it, you're doing some groovy things, come on and talk about it, share it so so others can can do the same thing. Right on. So, Miranda, we typically end the show with you asking a signature question. Yes. And I ask a signature question. Yes. I'm going to do my signature question just on a little twist of it. Okay. You go first and go ahead and ask me that signature question, and I'll give my answer, and then I'll do a twist on my question. Okay. Leon. What would you go back and tell your 20-year-old self? One thing that you would tell your 20-year-old self. I know that was only a couple of years ago. It was only a couple of years ago. Only a couple of years ago. Yes. One thing I would tell my 20-year-old self is this. Is focus. As a 20-year-old, I wasn't focused on everything, right? Um, I was working in our college's athletic department. I was focused there. And good things happened in athletics for me because I was focused on athletics. On the other areas that I just kind of paid attention to, good things did not happen, right? Uh, The success that I wanted to have didn't, didn't happen. So, focus, right? But I would focus on long-term also. What do I want to do in five years, 10 years? Where do I want to be? And where do I need to focus to get there? And as part of that focus, to find mentors, to find people that wanted to help me get to where I wanted to go. And there were folks that actually reached out to me. I'm talking industry professionals, college professors that were trying to lead me in the right direction. And I didn't focus on, eh, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about type of, <laughs> type of thing, right? Um, and I ran into one of, those, one of those professors about five years ago at a, at a sport management conference. I ran into him and I'm like, that's Dr. Hardy over there. I've got to go talk to Dr. Hardy. And I went over and I said, I don't know if you remember me or not. He goes, stop, stop, stop. You're Leon Thomas. You're memorable. That's for sure. Oh, right. And I'm like, I don't know. Is that good or bad? He goes, trust me, it's good. But anyway, how you doing? And we chatted a bit and everything. And I said, thank you. You tried to get me to focus and I didn't listen to you. He says, yep, yep, yep. I tried. I tried. But it seemed like somebody got to you and you found found your way. So congratulations to you. And he said, make sure that you're helping others focus. And so that's where the, the focus piece comes in. for me. I love that. Excellent advice. Yeah. yeah. And what about you, your 20 year old self? What would you tell yourself? 
Oh God, so many things. <laughs> Don't waste the good wedding on your first husband. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Wear sunscreen, stay out of tanning beds. <laughs> wow. But you know, honestly, I think that it would have been very similar to yours because at 20, I think that we don't realize how important it is to, to start building on your life's success, right? At 20 years old, I was waiting tables. I was making great grades in college, definitely, but I did not have any big picture goals in mind. I was just living for the day. And I think that um, I could have reached those goals a lot more easily had I been focused. There we go. So, Miranda, here's the twist on this signature question. Last week, I was in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania for that law school graduation, and we had a dinner after the graduation. Okay. We're at a place called the Lancaster, Lancaster, no, I'm saying it right, it's not Lancaster, that's in California, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, although spelled the same. Okay. Right? And this is in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, at the Lancaster Brewing Company, and they have crab cakes on the menu. And since <laughs> this year, <laughs> what's what's that? Did you get mad? <laughs> they had crab cakes, right, in Central Pennsylvania. <laughs> Did you right? yell at someone? And and I'm like, no, no. So I'm looking at the menu, right? You know, you're scrolling through. No, no. <laughs> and everybody at the table is like, "What do you mean, no? What What are you talking about?" I said, "They can't." You can't do crab cakes here. And so people are like looking at me like, huh, what, 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 what? And somebody said, well, he's from Baltimore. He's particular about his crab cakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the server comes over. What can I get you? And I said, you know, y'all ought to be ashamed. She's like, what? <laughs> crab cakes in Harrisburg? And she goes, oh, they're good. What do you know about a crab cake? You from Baltimore or something? What do you know? And she says, our former chef is from Baltimore. Ah. And when he left, he left the recipe. And we still buy our crab meat from the same vendor in Southern Maryland. Okay. And I'm like, uh-oh, they got me. They got me now. So I took a picture of the menu, posted it on Facebook, and I asked folks, should I get the crab cake? <laughs> like 17 people responded and said no. Miranda, I ask you, would that be a get the crab cakes, don't get the crab cakes, central PA, Yes or no? Should I have oh got my God. Cake? I've never had more anxiety in my life than I do right now with this question. <laughs> uh, yeah. <sighs> I feel like my morbid curiosity would have to get a crab cake just to see, just to see, given the, the factors of um, the supply mm -hmm. and the recipe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And see, that's what I thought, too. I, I got to get the crab cake. So I did. And? I got them just because I wanted to see. It's not like I'm going to drive two and a half hours to Harrisburg every every weekend or whatever to get a crab cake. I don't know why I had to do it, <laughs> but I did. And? They were really, really good. 
Nice. Yes. So shout out to Lancaster Brewing Company. Yes, Lancaster Brewing. If you're there and you, you're thinking about getting the crab cakes, yes, do it. Do it. Do it. Now do you got to put, put your email address up again so that they can send you some promotional coupons for future crab cakes. <laughs> yes, Lancaster Brewing. Yes, contact me. There's that email address. Thank you to our producer, Orrin. Yes, Leon at the leonthomasgroup.com. Send me promos, whatever. <laughs> In fact, let's get you on the show, Lancaster Brewing, and let's talk about uh, crab cakes, but also your DEI efforts. How you doing in that that space too? Let's talk. Let's talk about that. Uh, all right. So there we have it. I'm Leon. That's Miranda. We're the host of Checking In a Lodging DEI Chat. We'd love to have you come on the show. And if you see the show airing live, offer some comments. But most importantly, let's work together. You do what you can. We'll continue to talk about DEI in lodging and let's let's get things better thanks for watching everybody let's bring on our studio host Oren Stewart and Oren what's happening good not too much I'll tell you something I was having a ball backstage listening to you all talk about yourselves as well as this crab cake venture to Lancaster <laughs> Pennsylvania <laughs> I agree with you Miranda it's interesting Leon what are the odds of that that chef made his way to Lancaster and that years later, you would come following in his footsteps to test it out to see if it was worth the while. And clearly, you said it was. So people have to go and make sure that they check out that crab cake. One, two. Miranda is where you go now for your mac and cheese. I'm sorry, Miranda. You still know that I do not eat it. But I'll send everybody your way. <laughs> Look, everybody makes one mistake. <laughs> everybody makes one mistake. I guess that's mine, right? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You, you know what's going to happen, Orrin? Here's what's yes. going to happen. There's going to be somebody that goes after they're watching this show, goes into the Lancaster Brewing Company and says, I heard about your crab cakes on checking in. Yes, they are. And the server's going to be like, what? Huh? Yeah. And they're <laughs> going to take out their phone. Oh, yeah, look, it's right here. Let me show you. Yeah. All right. And boom. And then, Miranda, you and I are going to have to do the show live there. Oh, that I would love be it. Good. I love it. That would be great. <laughs> Free there we go. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, this has been another great episode of Checking In a Lodging DEI Chat. I am Oren Stewart, your studio host. I hope you enjoyed yourself today. Stay tuned. Come back again. We have fun here. Enjoy. Have a great week.